Are you looking for funding for your music program? New ways to find that funding? Well, today we are talking to a PMEA member who has found uh, some uh, different places for funding for her music program. Stay tuned for some great tips and tricks on today's PMEA's Take Note podcast. Welcome to this edition of PMEA's Take Note Podcast, recording it here at in Reading, Pennsylvania at the PMEA Summer Conference, and uh, delighted to be joined by Becky Sensor, uh, teaching in the Du Bois Area School District, uh, and a frequent uh, presenter at PMEA conferences, and uh, all-around great person. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> Uh, thanks for being here, first of all. This is great. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. It's so nice to be in Reading and to be at the conference. Yeah, and back with humans. And, yes, yeah, it's, it's great. fantastic. It's great, right? Yeah, right? it really is. So uh, back at the spring conference, uh, you talked a lot about funding. And I just, I was blown away by the things that you have done to find funding uh, to fund projects that you want to do. And I think that a lot of people find that intimidating. Um, I don't sense you do. Did you look, I, did you originally find it intimidating? Yes. Okay. I would say starting out, was, it was rough. You have to look at things this way. If there's not funds available in your district, you either go without something or you find a way to get it. And I would rather put myself out there and find a way to get it than um, not have that resource for my students, especially when I think it's something that we really could benefit from. Um, and so when I first got started, I really uh, relied on people who have had success doing similar things and finding what they did. And that kind of led me to stumbling upon some other things that were easy and really worked well. So let's talk about some of these places that you, you went. Um, so let me back up. Okay. So. School funding, right? We're, yeah. we're all limited. Uh, there's di every district is different about how you might yes. go about asking, if it's federal money. Mm -hmm. you know, we, We've talked a ton about federal money. Mm -hmm. um, so what is your approach in your district when you say, I want something or I need something for the program? If it's in my curriculum and I go to um, either our curriculum director, my building principal, I usually start with my building principal, that usually, um, involves uh, writing something up and sharing it with them and my our curriculum director. And then uh, sometimes that even goes all the way up to the superintendent. And that conversation usually is, are we using it in our curriculum? Is it something we already have and we need to supplement with either newer equipment, um, updated materials, or is it something that is completely new? And that's kind of where it goes from there. If it's something that's completely new, it's a little more of an ask. It's a little more of a, here's the reasons we need it. I might be writing a little bit of mm -hmm. a narrative of, of why we need it. If it's something that we're already using, but we just need to update, that's um, usually a little easier. Um, and especially as like class sizes change and our situation change. I know um, we've redone our curriculum several times in the last 10 years, uh, we've, we added fifth grade to our middle school. So it went through a, from a six through eight to a five through eight. So that was completely new resources that were gonna be needed. And um, then we, we switched to a, a nine weeks course to a semester course for our music classes. And so it became one of these things where um, when it's necessary and it's a part of the curriculum, nine times out of 10, my school's gonna cover it. 
it's not going to be a problem once we can say we need this and here's why. Here's why we can't use something else. We need this particular thing. And so um, I have that support. I'm very lucky to have that support. If it's in the curriculum, um, I'm going to find a way, working with the right channels, we're going to find a way to do it. If it's something I want to add in that has never been in the curriculum before, for instance, we do ukuleles now. We didn't do ukuleles 10 years ago. And so um, it started as a club. We met after school. We had, it was Bring Your Own Ukulele Club. Mm. But I wanted to have a few ukuleles for the kids that didn't have the means to bring their own ukuleles to use. So I did a donor's choose. And we brought in, and that wasn't in my curriculum. That was something extra. But then it was so successful and so popular, and we were getting enough ukuleles um, coming in through funding, um, like donor's shoes, and a couple even um, donations after we had an article in the paper about the Bring Your Own Ukulele Club. And that made people in the community say, I want to buy a ukulele for your club. And um, when we had that opportunity to rewrite our curriculum, I said, can we add ukulele in for fifth grade? Because we now have these ukuleles. They said, sure. How many more do you need to make a full class set? And then it became part of the curriculum. So now that's something they get for us. So it, it's a difference between, is it part of my curriculum? Should the school be buying it for me? Because it's something that you know they're supporting in my curriculum. Or is it something extra that maybe someday will become part of the curriculum that we want to kind of start and let's start small yeah. and get bigger? Or is it just something extra that would be just really cool to have that, that we don't necessarily need? So right. you have to kind of look at once it needs. And I think that's a hugely important point mm -hmm. for folks to remember as uh, I look like high school band booster programs, yes. right? Yes. They should not be buying the sousaphones. Yes. Uh, they should be buying the band trailer. Yes. Right? Exactly. Um, exactly. And that's a very simplified yes. version of it, but that's what your point is. And so it's, it's important for folks to remember to be deliberate mm -hmm. about that as you've explained yes. it. All right, so, and we, and we know going through the channels of, of a district yes. is not always easy. No. Um, but, in, you know, you ask, and if it's a no, you ask yeah. again. Yeah. You know, you, because there's different funding sources that a district is receiving as, as we look at the Pennsylvania state budget that just passed. You know, there's unexpected money coming to a lot of districts because there's more money, um, well, than they could have planned for, not knowing because their budget is due mm -hmm. the same day that the state budget is mm -hmm. due, so they're mm -hmm. guessing yeah. uh, as a school district. So, um, there, so that's a little tip to folks out there. Yeah. Go ask now yeah. because yeah. there could be some, some money. Okay, so let's talk about then the the outside of school stuff yes. that you go. So you mentioned donors choose. What are some of these avenues that you go to to find this funding elsewhere? We'll say. So donors choose is really unique in that um, they they make you start small. You're not allowed to have, it's, it's, it has to be over 100, but it, it, you really should keep it between like 100 and 400, maybe even less, especially when you're starting out. And you kind of build a base of support and of donors. Um, when I started out, it was um, some of the, maybe the parents of some of my students. Maybe it was community members who knew um, what we were doing. Maybe their kids had gone through the program and they wanted to support it. Sometimes it was alumni who, their company that they work for now would give them donors choose cards at Christmas time to spend on a charity. And so uh, they would find our projects. They would look mm. for projects from our district. But then it grew to, um, it just becomes something that over time you kind of build this, oh, I saw your project, I thought it was really neat. Um, I, and they'll ask for a notification from Donors Choose. And then every time I have a project up, they get notified, hey, this person that you already donated to has this cool project. And, and they'll, you know, and, and Donors Choose, you gotta check your email, because Donors Choose does so many great um, backing 
um, matches. And um, they'll have the, you know different companies that will say, okay, this week any textbook on here will be matched. It doesn't hmm. matter what subject it's for. It doesn't matter, you know what the, you know I went to, I got some supplemental things for sight singing for my students, and uh, so I got a whole set of sight singing books. And they, it was like in minutes it was funded because um, one of the. Uh, foundations that were supporting things that week were they were just funding all the textbooks so you have to kind of watch your email okay. as what's going on right now i would say when i get something funded from donors choose 80 percent of the time it's no one even in our community that's donating we do have some wonderful people that always come in and will close a project say i'm i'm within twenty dollars of getting a, a project there's this wonderful woman named judy and <laughs> judy will come in and she will she likes to be a closer, as she calls it. And jo Judy will come in and she will close the project and she will make sure that we get it. And you know, she loves getting the thank you cards for my students and everything. So um, it's nice to have your Judy's. But right. it's also nice that 80% of what I'm getting, it's, it's, sometimes it's microfunding. There's um, a wonderful group called MMOS. Um, it's Music Makes Our Students Smarter. And um, it's, it was started by a former music teacher. Um, I'm not sure where, I wanna say in, New England someplace. And she has this group of um, supporters across the country who she'll get on her, her site, her maybe it's her Facebook page or wherever, and she'll say, today we're going to fund this project. And everyone gives like a dollar. And pretty soon okay. it's funded. Wow. And she looks for uh, music projects first. And she will look for things that kind of like, oh, I think that would be a really fun project for this class to have, and they will fund the music projects. And it, it's really cool, because once you see things start to come in, and her name's Ellie, and it'll be like, uh, Ellie said this was the one today, or um, this is for Ellie, or okay. you know, Ellie sent us here. And you start to see that. When you see that, you're like, I'm gonna get a lot of emails today, and they're gonna make me very happy. Right. Because it's just gonna be you know, a dollar or two at a time coming in and funding your project. Um. So, do you use anything else besides Donors Choose? I use Donors Choose. I've used um, I've used um, Adopt a Classroom before. I haven't had um, a lot of time to play around with Adopt a Classroom, but during the pandemic, they were getting funding and putting it in uh, different teachers' um, accounts for. Um, Things like uh, hand sanitizers, sure. and I know we got a lot of masks for our uh, musicians, uh, the kind that you can you know play right. with and everything, and some bell covers and things like that. Um, and really, uh, I, I haven't I haven't devoted the more time you devote to any of these sites, the more you kind of learn the tricks and t tips mm -hmm. of them. But I have we have had a couple hundred dollars come in through Adopt a Classroom. I know other teachers that have used Adopt a Classroom. It's very similar, um, but you it's 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 not like project specific. Like donors choose. I want two ukuleles, here's where I'm going to get them from, here's how we're going to use them, and then you get those two ukuleles from the site you're ordering from. With um, uh, Adoptive Classroom, it's more like, I'd like to raise $200 um, by this date for general supplies, that kind of thing. Okay. So um, there's different there's different sites. and Like I said, it all depends how much time you kind of devote to learning about them and what works on them. So you're mainly on Donors Choose then? I'm mainly on all Donors right. Choose. I've had over 100 projects on, wow. on Donors Choose. All right, so then what's the what's the successful pitch? What's the way to do it? So it, you, know, you have a project idea you want to do. How do you make the pitch through Donors Choose? A couple tips are always have something on. Because you okay. never know. You okay. never know when someone's going to go and say, I'm, I'm going to fund all the music projects in Pennsylvania. Weird things like that sure. happen. Um, I know they've happened in other states especially. I think, I want to 
want to say Stephen Colbert or somebody went on and, and funded everything in like South Carolina or something. You know, different celebrities will go on, different business owners will go on. It, it's great for PR, mm -hmm. and you know, you're doing something great. You're giving back to the community, but you never know when things are going to get funded or have matching grants or when like M Moss or someone's going to notice your project. So you always have to have something on. You always want to have something on. And then the other thing is you have to especially have things on there around Christmas. Because the end of the calendar year, people and businesses tend to get very uh, generous. And you want to have something on for the end of June, because the end of the fiscal year, people also like to give because it's a tax write-off. So <laughs> I don't want to say that people aren't giving from the bottom of their hearts, but it, there is some business there. So um, at the end of the fiscal year, a lot of things start to get, um, and then again at the beginning of the school year, because people know, kids sure. are going back to school, um, I'd like to give to a classroom things like that. So there's certain times of the year that you're more likely to be successful. It's definitely not something you want to do if you're like, oh, I know I need a new, um, you know, a classroom set of uh, tone bells uh, for my lesson I'm doing next week. Right. Okay. You're going to want to, it could take months and you have to be aware of that, that it could take several weeks to, you know, a couple months to get things funded. Another thing I found is if I, if I put something on there every once in a while that I know is very expensive, and I'm probably not going to get. Um, I'll put it on there anyway because if it does get donations, I can then use those donations for something else. It'll come. Really? It'll stay in my classroom. Okay. So with that donation, there's a time limit. It gets to the point where okay, this has been on donors choose for I, I, I think it's three or four months. You didn't match. You know, you didn't get enough donations to get this item. We're going to put all that back in your classroom account. When you make another project, you can apply that, or the people that have donated can mm -hmm. apply that back to your new project. Um, so a lot of times, it, uh, you'll get an email, people that have donated, it'll say, um, you have this much money, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to donate it back to the classroom? And almost always, they donate it back to your classroom. So the next project that you have, you can apply it to that. I actually just had that happen. And so I'm going to take that, I'm gonna go and, and set up a new project. I'll probably use a project I've already used, copy and paste it back in, find those materials, and get something that was less expensive um, that we can use in the fall. So you keep using the word project. Yes. Uh, so what does that mean? Are you saying, I want these, you know, they go back to the ukuleles. I want these ukuleles yeah. because we have a club. Yeah. And you, are you telling the story a little yeah, bit? you have a narrative. Okay. And you want to use that, you want to, you want to make it very much about your students. Because they're, they're there to help your students. It's nice that you're a teacher and you get to do the fun things you want to do. But it's, it, I mean, you do it sure. for your students. So you want to make sure they know, my students are going to do this. My students are so excited about this. My students love, already love doing X and now we're going to add Y to it. You know, I, I know a lot of people that are starting, um, I, I work a lot with, um, uh, with Little Kids Rock, a modern band, uh, ensemble kind of things. And um, when people come and they ask me how do we get started with a modern band ensemble, um, I say, well, okay, what do you have already? Okay, now if you want to get like a bass guitar, talk about what you're already doing and then talk about how that bass guitar would really add to your band. Talk about how like the missing component we have right now is this. And if we had this one thing, it would complete the picture. And I think that kind of thing really it grabs at people and says, oh, I, I can help them get that bass guitar, whatever they're looking for. So, all right, uh, you're talking ukuleles, which have certainly been the trend mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. Bass guitar is like exciting, yeah. right? Yeah. So 
are there certain types of projects like the more exciting, I put exciting in quotes there, that will get funded? Like, all right, so is you put up a bass guitar and I, let's say I, you know, I'm a high school band director and I want all of my clarinet students to have Rovner ligatures <laughs> and that's an yeah. expense that I'm not gonna have school to pay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put that up there and I can maybe try to sell that idea, but that's probably not as exciting. Maybe not as exciting as a bass guitar. So, for I mean, is, is that part of the thinking too about what you put up it there? It is, but it's all in how you say it. It's all okay. in how you sell it. You have to be a little bit of, you know, a salesperson for your, you, an advocate for your own group. And, and if you can talk about successfully, this is what we're going to do with this, and this is this thing. Um, kind of ligature. <laughs> All clarinets have it, but we want this kind because it's going to, you know, improve us in this way. And you, I mean, I think, and you know what? It's funny because every once in a while you will get people on there that w they were a high school clarinetist. Okay, and that was so. their thing. And if you have in your title something like "Our clarinets need." That gets their attention. Okay. You do have, I found, I have found through Donor Shoes, there are a lot of former band kids and choir kids out there that really, really, or grandparents who really enjoyed watching their kids do this when they were younger and their grandkids do it, and they want to give back. And that's, you have to, it, the title's a big deal. You want that title to catch their, or you can just scroll right past it. You know, you really want right. that title to get everyone's attention. Uh, is, is Donor Shoes kind of like, like, some form of social networking in some way because I mean, it seems like there's this community built it around is. it. I know. I mean, you get on. Um, there's like Facebook groups, you know, and, and everything else. And there, there are a few different ones. I know. I was. Um, I'm in a couple different donors choose Facebook groups. There's one for people who are almost like mentors for you know getting new teachers involved and helping them write projects. And they're very active on Facebook. And there's um, other ones that are just like you know hints and hit. hit hints and tips for getting your okay. project. And there, those exist, so I would definitely look for those on Facebook, anything with you know, donors choose in the title, and it's probably people who have had success or are asking questions, and you can learn from their questions as well. You talk about thank yous. Yes. So to tell us how you, what's that process it's, for you? It's, you gotta thank the people. The easiest way to do it, as soon as you get a donation, you can reply right to the email they send you. And that will go and get posted on your classrooms page. So on Donors Choose, you have your own classroom page. If someone put in this is sensor, my classroom page is going to show up. Um, if you put in Du Bois Middle School, my classroom page and my colleagues' classroom pages will all be there, and you can choose one of us. And I will say that um, I think every time I get a donation, I thank the person that donated. Um, if I go on and donate $2 to my project as myself, but anonymously, I will go on and thank myself. You know, you know what I mean? It's just that okay. they see that I'm, I'm really grateful that someone took their time to donate to my classroom, to donate and give a little bit back to what we're trying to do. And I will always make sure that we thank our donors, even if it's a little bit like, wow, thanks. You know, a little thing. And then after you get everything um, uh, funded, there are certain things they have you go through. They want you to take pictures of the students with using hmm. the, and there are um, um, forms to fill out to make sure everyone has permission to have their photo released. And, um, but you, you, you take pictures of the kids, or you can just, you know, I, I do a lot where the kids have their back turned, but you can tell they're playing the guitar and that kind of thing, okay. or they're playing drums, you know. And what we do is, is you send great pictures of kids just being really happy 
um, playing the instruments, using, you know, sometimes we get, we've gotten technology, using the technology, things like that. And then you um, make sure, in, during the pandemic, they cut this part out for a little bit. They didn't make it a requirement, but now they brought it back. Um, the kids write some thank you cards. And I always have, hmm. like, the first week, when we're just getting started, I'll have everybody make a thank you card. And I'll put them all away. And then as we get things funded, because you get busy, you know, and you don't have time to stop everything in the middle of concert prep. And, and okay, now we're all going to write a thank you card. We've done that already. So we right. keep them. We, I have a stack of them. And you include, I think, six thank you cards with your pictures that you post on your page. And you send them. And then donors choose forwards those to the people that donated to your project. So you said about you'll sometimes go and make an anonymous donation. Is that a, is that a trick? I, I would. I think it gets your project going. It seems to be projects that are getting donations tend to pick up momentum. I don't know if it's I don't know that it's an algorithm that they get higher yeah. in the when you see them, but it does feel like if you're already starting to get donations, it feels like more people are going to jump on. Yeah, that somebody wagon. sees somebody's already yeah, believed in this, exactly. so uh, exactly. yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. Um, okay, uh, you know, bigger picture, as you look back, you know, you've done 100 of these. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. Are you ever running out of ideas? Um, every once in a while. It was funny, because last night I actually, I saw that my one project didn't get completed and that I have, I think, $90 um, already. So whatever I fund, I'm going to be, or whatever I put on next, I'm going to be really close to funding it. And I said, um, I said to Joe, uh, my colleague and husband, I said, <laughs> what do we need? Do we need something? And, you know, we were talking about, we always, you know, to start off the year, some things that, you know, it's always nice to have, but we were kind of brainstorming some things. But every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, what do I have? You know, yeah. I, I, I'm very lucky that my school district is very supportive. Um, if we need it, yeah. they'll get it for us. If I want it, sometimes I do kind of get outside the box. We have basically built a recording studio from things that we've gotten from donors choose, you know, um, different microphones, different um, cameras, uh, you know, ring lights, um, you know, different, uh, we have an iMac that we use just for that. And we have, you know, all of this came from donors choose. And so wow. it, do we need that? No. Is it nice to have? The kids get excited about it. Sure. So then, yeah, it, it's really nice to That's have. That's a good way to put it, defining the want and mm -hmm. the need. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean. And then that helps you define what you go to the district for and what you, you potentially go to donors choose for. And often when I come to things like the con the annual conference and the summer conference, I'll, I'll hear about something or I'll see something and I'm like, I'm going to go okay, back and put right. that on donors choose. Yeah. Right. So, all right. So let's say you want, I don't know, this, this bass guitar, right? Yeah. XYZ brand bass guitar. Yeah. So how, how do you determine, does donors choose determine where they're purchasing the item from? How does that? They have certain vendors that they use. Woodwind Brasswind is on there, um, Amazon's on there. There's lots of different book vendors, um, school art supply places. Um, and, and there's places that you can use the vendors. You could request a vendor, though. If I wanted to use my local music company, if I wanted to use Spots Music, mm -hmm. and I wanted to um, do something specifically through Spots Music, I know, I think Joe has gotten some things specifically through Spots. You just have to do a request. They, they are been very good at um, um, uh, honoring those requests and they'll they'll work through the vendor that you choose um, which is nice so you can sure. use your local companies um, I know that um, you could do field trips uh, there's hmm. uh, right now there at the Carnegie Science Center there's a guitar exhibit right and we're talking about taking a group to see that when we start in the fall and we we're talking about well, one of the things you know for part of the funding we could look at 
would be you can request field trips and they'll work through your school district and their normal wow. channels at paying them, you know, your normal bus, your transportation mm -hmm. people um, through Donors Choose if you get that signed That's really, yeah. wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Let me go back to the product. One other question on that. So you want XYZ based guitar. Yeah. So you just go and on Donors Choose and you type in XYZ based guitar mm -hmm. and it's going to come up and it's well, going to say go, a price. How does that work? pick a vendor and then, I see. like say if I, if I picked Woodland Brass one because I know it's one of their vendors and I pick it and I uh, on their page you basically go to their I page see. Okay. their cart and then you it it puts their cart into your gotcha okay it. yeah okay so I could put in you know whatever bass guitar I wanted and you know whatever color I want and all that right. and if I want it short scale you know because that's the kind that's actually sure. the project I just had on and then you you have it um, in the cart and then you just hit, click a little button that sends that cart to donors choose. Well, this is absolutely fascinating. Um, I mean, I think it's, it, what's your message to folks? It's easier than you think? I mean, it's is that? It's easier than you, once you, it's intimidating when you get started. And you might not get your first project. But you know what? Keep doing it. Put on something small. Start small. Start small. Work up to something bigger. Um, and and you, you look for funding opportunities. Like I said, you either say, I'm never going to have it, or you find a way to mm -hmm. have it. I actually was really fortunate. Um, I don't know if you know well, the company Horace Mann, sure. insurance company. Horace Mann does a thing, I think twice a year, where they have a sweepstakes. And so many teachers win money in donors choose um, gift cards. Okay. And this is how it works. Um, I, I won. $1,500 for my classroom. Was it $1,500? It might have been more than that. I think it was $5,000, actually. I think oh, wow. it was $5,000. I, I got one of those giant checks. Really? They okay. gave it to me on my, my winter concert. It was awesome. And I think it might have been $5,000 because we got a lot of stuff. And it was I got to stand there and hold my giant check, and all the kids were behind me cheering. And um, then what I did is I put projects on, and I said, um, you know, like I would any other project. But then as soon as it was posted by Donors Choose, they have a, a group that reviews everything before they post it. Before it was, um, once it got approved by Donors Choose, I immediately emailed my Horace Mann representative that gave me the check, and he just went on and paid for it. And so uh, up to okay. $5,000, every project I put on got funded. Which was amazing. Yeah. And then, and I even had enough money left over to fund my call, like some of my colleagues at my school district that had projects on. I was able to get theirs funded too. So that was that was really cool. Well, and we got a ton of stuff for that, and it was really fun. And every time something came in, the kids were like so excited. It was yeah, like Christmas just, time. Yeah, and say, and yeah. like you know, you see these unpacking videos yes. on the internet. Is that yes. like, is it like this huge excitement when yes. the box I, we arrives? Got a really cool guitar. It's a Les Paul, and it's um. Electric, it's a, it's a really cool like aquamarine color, you know. And when I, and we named it Jenny. And when I <laughs> unwrapped it, all the kids were in my class were standing around, and you can just hear the wow, yeah. you know. We, we, we got pictures of us like holding it for the first, and it was really exciting, and it, it does sure. create that. But you know, and that was a general music classroom, and you know, those kids are like, well, if I, if I am in the modern band ensemble, I can play that, and right. then it kind of trickles to your recruiting efforts too. You know, when the kids are excited. That spreads. Right. And they want to be a part of that. When there, yeah, when there's cool stuff around. Yeah, that's, everyone loves cool stuff. Yeah, everyone so. loves cool stuff. <laughs> well, uh, Becky, I think this is so fascinating. Thanks for sharing a little oh, bit uh, about it. And folks, donors choose. Yeah, give it's it pretty a, cool. Give it a go. Yeah, <laughs> I want to come and tour your school. I want to come and see your music yeah, classrooms because I really want to see. I can just go through stuff. and point out yeah. all the stuff and where it came yeah. from. Yeah. 
We yeah. are, and we're starting, we, we have um, recently just gotten uh, a lot of things through ESSER funds. Right. We're doing a summer musical because of ESSER funds. And um, uh, so right now, every, you can walk through and I could be like, ESSER funds, donors choose, you know? Right. <laughs> it's really fun. Well, let me, all right, so let me just ask you then on that, since yeah. you brought that up, I mean, what's, how, ESSER funds are these stimulus dollars that, that have come out and schools have basically two more years to mm -hmm. finish up using them. Mm -hmm. um, some hoops to jump through, I'd say, but really it's not, it's, it's pretty easy yeah. as from, yeah. from a federal funds perspective. Who are you working with in your district on this? Is there a federal programs person? Absolutely. Yes. Our federal programs person, her name is Barb Smith. She has been very great. I mean, she's been fantastic to work with, but she's also been very open with the whole district. She made a, a screencastify video, sent it out to everyone in the district, all the teachers and said, we have these funds. How do you want to use them? Wow. Think big. And I was, I got right back to her and I said, I want to do a spring theater workshop. And then I got back to her again and said, can I also do a summer theater mm -hmm. workshop? And, and you know, you write a little narrative again and you say things and it, it does have to be approved by your school board after, right. after, you know, you, you work with your federal funding person programs, federal programs person to um, figure out what the funding's going to be, how much you're going to need to cover everything. And then you have to have it approved by the school board. And one of the things that you know I really focused on was these students lost this opportunity during, we did not have a musical during the 2020-21 school year. And um, that was learning loss and that was opportunity lost. So if we, you know, we can do, we did the one we were planning on doing in the fall of 21-22, but to make up for the one we lost in 2021, can we do this other one? And it, you know, and it really—that's something that having, you know, they're there for four years. Having something all four years mm -hmm. means something to them. They can look back on it. And so, replacing that year that they didn't have anything with a year where they got to do two or three things has not just meant the world to the kids to get back to the. It, it really, it would have been easy for me to say, well, I guess we just don't have to do that anymore. It's energized me. I'm, I'm, I'm having fun tap dancing to Newsies. You know, I'm out there right. tap dancing with 12 year olds three days a week um, in my summer, but, and I'm having a blast. It's yeah. been so much fun. But, um, you know, and standing around the piano in the middle of summer singing is something we've never done before. And that's something they're going to remember. Sure. And now going to the kids that are going into high school, you know, it's not like, oh, I forgot all about that because it's something we didn't do. Now it's fresh in their mind and they want to keep doing it. So it's, it's, been, it's been important for retention and it's been important for, you know, the kids to get back to and normal. And you, you checked some of the right boxes in the wording, learning loss mm -hmm. and summer. Yes. Huge <laughs> things in ESSER dollars. So uh, I say this all the time, find the federal programs yes. person. Yes. Uh, it could be a standalone position. It could be an elementary school principal. It could be someone charged with that. But that's the person who is handling all of these grants. They're handling handling your Title I grants, yes. your Title IV, mm -hmm. but very much these ESSER uh, mm -hmm. funds. Yeah. Um, the money is mm -hmm. there. Go mm -hmm. for it. It's not recurring, yeah. but get it while you can get yeah. it. And we and we're getting new instruments from uh, you mm -hmm. know the same program, and um, it's. And we were again. We were able to go through our local vendor to do that, and it was a bidding process, and we worked with them. And it, it's been, it's been, it's really worth it to ask, because the worst that okay, they'll say no. Right. And then you know you didn't have it anyway, so right. you still don't have it. But if you ask and you can explain to them, come into my classroom. Let me show you yes. why so we important. need this. Yeah, please come with me. Come see why we need this. Um, can I show you something? You know, my superintendent is 
she's so supportive and she loves to walk through the buildings and know what's going on. And um, you know, I, I love to just see her in the hall and be like, could I see you real quick? Could you, could I show you something? And she'll always come in and she wants to know more about it. And I also started sending her videos of my students. I sent her a video of my students all playing um, ukulele um, after just like a week of playing ukulele and they're smiling and they're singing. And, and it meant so much to her, she showed it to the school board because she wants them to see, and I think all superintendents are like this, they want the school board to see where that money is going, where that fund's going, where that support is sure. going. And, and it, it's not just because I think it would be fun to have my classroom. These kids are, are doing it. They're, they're making the music, they're having fun with it, and um, they're thriving because we're getting um, Funds from the school, funds from our outside sources, and funds from like investor funds. And that's a way of saying thank you when you're it is. showing them. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so I've said this for years. Uh, I just like want to bottle you and send <laughs> these ideas and these things that you do to every school district in the country because you're you're so forward thinking and you're innovative about it and you follow up. It's not okay. I got it. Eh, you got to say, you, you know. got to follow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think but then that's how it happens the next time and how you keep yeah. getting it. So thanks for joining us to talk about this today. Uh, I hope folks got something out of us. I, I sure learned a lot more Great. about this. So thanks for joining us. We'll let you get back to the summer conference. And thank you all for joining us on today's PMEA's Take Note podcast.